Welcome to Proverbs 31 by Design. My name is Tina Heisman. I help Christian women who are struggling with the overwhelm of trying to balance being a wife, mother, and career woman. When they work with me, they discover how to create their own unique level of balance so that they can finally experience life the way they want to with the joy and the passion and the success and the fulfillment that they have been seeking. So this month on the podcast in June, we are focusing on men. What makes them tick? What do they need in a relationship? What are they thinking? Why do they say and do some of the things that they do? Why are they bothered by things that don't bother us, right? We're cracking the guy code this month. But before we get started on this week's episode, I want to let you know that I have a free private Proverbs 31 community on Facebook where you can come to get inspiration for your life. Search Proverbs 31 by design in the Facebook search bar and you'll find us. Also, I have created something free for you. It's called the Ultimate Guide to Guilt-Free Self-Care. It's a guide to help you take care of yourself in mind, body, and spirit so that you can feel and show up like your best self every day. So visit my website to download it. It's tinaheisman.com. Okay, so now we're going to dive in with this week's theme, three tips for communicating with your husband. And I'm jumping right in here because these tips are not something that you have probably heard in this way before. It's not the typical sit your man down and tell him what you need, blah, blah, blah. It's not going to be boring like that at all. What we're going to do is try to open up your husband's ears and his heart to hearing you. That's our goal, so that we can increase our connection and our intimacy in our relationship. And that is like what all the women who come to me and hire me for coaching want. They want to have an increased connection and intimacy in their relationship. And they are unintentionally sabotaging that connection without understanding why or how. So we are going to talk about that today. Are you ready? I'm ready, and I am so excited to share this with you. Tip number one. Communicate your appreciation for your husband often. This is a fact based on research by author Shanti Feldhahn. She she has revealed through research that men have a deep need to feel appreciated for what they do. Actually, she's probably not the one that revealed it, but she's given us some numbers to put perspective on this need for appreciation that men have. And her research showed 72% of all men said hearing thank you deeply pleases them. So those two words, thank you, deeply pleases 72% of all men. And I would, to help you understand like how important this is to men, think of it this way. When a woman says thank you to her husband, It is the emotional equivalent of him saying, I love you to her. So sit with that for a moment and think about how good it feels to hear I love you from your husband. That is how good it feels for him to hear thank you. He actually needs to hear thank you more often than he needs to hear I love you. Kind of crazy, right? So this is a huge tip, huge tip tip, simple. You can start implementing this today in your relationship. But guess what? Unfortunately, 
a lot of us are not doing a great job at this because in that same research study, Shanti Feldhahn found out that only one in four men feels actively appreciated by his family. So only one in four men feels actively appreciated by his family. So that just shows us that we've got some room to grow, right? We had, we can, we got a great area here to make some improvement. Here's another number that was kind of crazy. 44% of men said they felt unappreciated. So like completely the opposite. Not only do they not feel appreciated, they feel unappreciated. Ouch. So Here's the thing. I believe that we all do appreciate our husbands, but maybe we just need this little gentle reminder to express it, right? And so how do we do that? Well, of course, we want to do it genuinely, right? We want to do it genuinely. So like just start looking around for things that your husband does that you appreciate. And so some things that you might appreciate might be that he is a great dad. You might appreciate that he works so hard for your family. You might appreciate when he steps in with the kids and handles a meltdown or something like that. You might appreciate something as basic as him taking out the trash this morning. And here's something that I want you to take in. I get pushback on this a little bit from people, from wives mostly. They say, do you expect me to thank my husband for something that I expect him to do, like taking out the trash or maybe changing the oil in the car or something like that? And the answer is yes, we should totally thank them for things that we expect them to do because they really don't have to do them. In fact, some husbands don't do them. And so we definitely want to appreciate them for that. Yes, it's okay if you, in your mind you have that expectation, but that's not going to get you intimacy and connection in your marriage. So like that's the, the question you want to keep asking yourself, right? So what do I need to do to get, you know, to express myself so that I can increase the connection and intimacy in my relationship. And so for me, I do try to verbalize a thank you to my husband every day or send him a text message. And it's for all of those things I mentioned earlier, you know, for going to work for us, for helping with a project, or even just like listening to me vent. And a lot of times it it's for making the bed. This is so silly, but he makes the bed um, every day because I love it. And he could care less if that bed is made, but I love it and he does it for me and I want to make sure that he knows I love that. Like I love walking into the room and it is like neat and orderly and I just, I love that. And so I thank him for that and I don't expect him to do that. There's no, there's no reason to expect him to do that, but I just love it. And so expressing our appreciation to our husbands for what they do is an amazing way to keep the doors of communication open in your relationship and foster connection and intimacy. You can think of it as like a primer. You know, you're like priming the pump. You're priming the walls to paint them. Whatever it is, it is just positive food for your husband's soul that will help him be more open and communicative. And so tip number two is to communicate your admiration for your husband often. Now, you might be thinking admiration is the same as appreciation, but it's not. Appreciation addresses what your husband does, like does for you, those things that he does. Admiration addresses who he is as a person, as a man. And both of those are really important. And again, I'm going to reference Shanti Feldhahn because in her research, the question that is the 
biggest question in the mind of every man is, do I measure up? Am I good enough? They're all wondering that inside. And so we see them put up this big, you know, tough exterior, but honestly, on the inside, they are much more vulnerable than we realize. And they can be taken down very easily with criticisms and complaints. And so learning how to affirm our husbands can really build them up and help them have a very good sense of themselves and their value to us and our families and in this world. And you know that old saying, we can either use our words to build people up or tear them down. And with our husbands, well, with everyone, but particularly with our husbands, we want to build them up. Because this, when they know that we believe in them, girls, they need us to be like their biggest cheerleader. They need to know that we think they hung the moon. This for them makes them feel bonded to us and connected to us and more intimate with us. But when instead of building them up with our words, we're constantly knocking them down with little complaints over things that they didn't do right or didn't do enough or didn't do fast enough. Those things tear them down. It makes them less likely to want to help us and do those things we want them to do. And it just shuts down the intimacy in the relationship. This is really huge and really important. So what I would encourage you to do is in addition to looking for ways that you can appreciate him for how he helps you around the house and what he does, look for ways that you can admire his personality and his character. And so here's an example. There was a time when my husband one morning before work noticed a button was missing from a work shirt. So he went and got the sewing kit out and started sewing it back on, like without even asking for help. And this was like the first time I'd ever seen him do it. I'm sure he'd done it before, but I saw him doing it. And so I took advantage of this opportunity to compliment him because, and I was really sincere about this. Like my husband is like a jack of all trades. I'm not kidding. He can sew a button on a shirt. He can make a freaking amazing gourmet meal for dinner, like cooking. He's a phenomenal father. He is an amazing problem solver in his job. And he does renovations around our house. He fixes everything. And so I made a comment about that. Like, wow, like, gosh, here's a guy who can fix broken things and cook meals and sew buttons on shirts. I'm like, you're just a jack of all trades, aren't you? And so it was just like this fun little compliment that I gave him and he loved it. He smiled and he's like, he made like some kind of voice like Superman-ish, like, yes. And I even put on business clothes and go to work from nine to five in an office every day, kind of a thing, right? Like just one more, one more title that he has and he's proud of that. And he needs me and your husband needs you to acknowledge that and help him see his amazingness. When we help people see their amazingness, they become more amazing, right? And so let's, let's do that. And now here's where I want you to really pay attention. Listen to me. At the same time that conversation was happening with me telling him what a jack of all trades he was, there was a pile of his clothes right next to me hanging over the end of the bed two pairs of shoes on the ground, at least one pair of socks next to them, right? Like this mess in my mind. Like this, to me, I don't like it. I, and he knows I don't like it. And there used to be big fights over this. But since I have learned 
the benefit of communicating my appreciation and admiration—excuse me, admiration and appreciation—I am able to look past those things. And here's the other thing: what I do with that, like I, I know I can hear you. You're like, oh, but now I have, I, I have still have to look at this pile of of mess. That pile sticks around a lot less. It's not there as often or as long as it used to be. And so I would definitely say there's a huge improvement in that. And I have, I don't get pained by it anymore. Like I've just decided that that doesn't bother me anymore. And if by some crazy chance I do feel like it does, then I just pick it up myself, but without resentment or anger or anything else. And so that's just us making up our minds to think differently and look for all the positive things, right? So remember, our words can build up our husbands and increase our intimacy and connection, or they can tear them down and shut down the communication and the connection and intimacy. And so be sure to be looking for compliments instead of complaints. And I promise you, if you will work on this, you will notice a very positive shift in the mood and confidence in your husband and a more open door of communication. And I would be um, negligent if I didn't remind you of Philippians 4.8, the Bible verse that tells us, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things and the God of peace will be with you. And that is exactly what you are going to get when you focus on these positive things, peace from God. It is amazing. Okay, tip number three. I got this jam-packed for you girls today here. Tip number three. Communicate desires, not complaints. Has anyone ever heard their husband say anything like, I can never please you? I have. I used to in the past. And if you hear that from your husband, it's because all he feels like he's hearing from you are complaints and criticism. But I know you don't mean it that way. It's just how they hear it. And so we have to learn to communicate in a way that they're hearing like our genuine desire and not a complaint. But we are all just really good at complaining. It's kind of crazy. So that's what happens for most of us. Like, let me give you an example. Say you're trying to get the family out the door to leave a house for a party. Um, You might say something like, hurry up. I don't want to be late. Right? So you're, you're encouraging everyone to hurry up and you're saying why. You're saying, I don't want to be late. But this to a man is seen as a command, a demand, or a complaint. So it's going to cause him to react negatively instead of positively. And it might even cause him to drag his feet more like the rebellious comes out in him. And so instead, if the woman were to say, I would love to make it to the party on time. I'd really like to make it to the party on time. Then her husband would see this as an opportunity to make her happy. Like, do you see the difference? Like you're saying what you would love to happen and you, you, so you're being positive. First of all, that's positive. But second of all, you're giving your husband an opportunity to make you happy. And here's something that you might not realize. He really wants to make you happy. It's like, it's just buried within them. They really do want to make us happy. But it's very hard when they hear complaints and criticisms, their defense mechanisms go up and it's kind of like nothing can get through that defense mechanism, right? So the secret to expressing our needs and our wants and our desires is to tell our husband what we do want, not what we don't want, right? 
So let me give you an example. I had a client and she didn't feel like her husband was helping her enough. Like at night, you know, they both worked and she'd come home and do everything by herself. The cooking, the cleaning, the bath time, the bedtime, all that stuff. (laughs) Excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm just getting so worked up over here. And so her husband wouldn't really offer to help. He just, you know, he'd eat dinner with them, but then he would just sit on the couch watching TV. And she was kind of getting resentful because she thought he should offer to help her, you know. And so in her resentment, you know, she might like make snide comments or, you know, kind of stomp around a little angry. And so that, um, hoping that that would show him that she was upset and that he should help. You know, it was kind of like a backwards way of getting his help. I am totally guilty of this. And so... There was one day where um, she made some snide comment and her husband said, well, maybe if you weren't so negative, someone would want to help you, right? And so then, you know, there was this big argument. And when we started working with her and I started teaching her how to express what she would like instead of what she would not like, she learned to change her words. And what she resonated with was in a night where it was like that and busy, she would just say, I need help. Just say to her husband, I need help. And not in like a judgmental, negative way. Just, I need help. And then the beautiful thing about that is that it was positive and it allowed him to do something to make her happy. And so then she could say, you know what, I I really want to get the kids to bed by 8.30 because I've got some work I want to get done on my laptop tonight. And I'm stressed because I'm trying to get done the dishes and the bath time and the bedtime and all that. And then what happens when she expresses it that way, her husband usually says, actually, before she even goes into everything, she'll say, I need help. And he'll say, what can I help you with? And then she expresses her goal and the things that she's got on her mind and lets him pick, right? Like she doesn't, that's kind of important to know. Like she's not assigning him something because then that's just like a demand, right? And it almost could still be very negative. And so what we want to do is invite them to help us by saying, I need help. This is my goal. This is what I'm trying to do. And you guys, remember, men are problem solvers. They love, love, love solving problems. So your husband, you might think it's negative coming from you. I need help. He loves that because he's like, oh, what can I do? How can I help? And I promise you this. If you will work on this, your husband will start doing things without you asking. You will eventually not need to say, I need help. And this, there's much more information on this. There's much more we could dive into. But for today, just keep that in mind, learning how to ask for what you want or need without complaining and criticizing and instigating. I'm looking for words here. Like insinuating, sorry, I think that's the word, that your husband is wrong for whatever it is that he's doing that's not helping, right? So just Be more positive and say what you need, and he is going to be coming to your help. He won't be able to help himself. So I know that this is totally easier said than done, and each situation might feel different in your life, and I would love to help you with it. It just takes some practice. So if you want to practice this and improve the connection and intimacy in your marriage, reach out to me. We can have a complimentary coaching call where you can let me know what's going on in your marriage where you want your marriage to be and what you think is holding you back. And then we'll come up with a plan to get you on the right track. Okay? So reach out to me. 
And remember, I have that free ultimate guide to guilt-free self-care on my website, tinaheisman.com, and join us in the Proverbs 31 by Design community on Facebook. All right, thank you so much. That was a lot, and go back and listen to it again if you need to, and have an awesome week. Bye.